Hello and welcome to Love Signals. My name is Michaela McDonald, and I will be your host as we continue on this journey of exploring all the ways that love sends signals to us and through us. Welcome back, everybody. Here we are, episode 33. It's a new year. It's 2023, January, and I'm so glad to be back. I took some time off during December and early January to rest and savor time with family and savor time in what to me feels like a very important restful part of the year. And while that was my intention, that time of year ended up being so full for me in a very wonderful way because I was working on the Love Signals book, which is set to come out here just any day now. I have been waiting eagerly, sometimes impatiently at my mailbox (laughs) for the print proof version. And um, basically all I have left is to review that final printed proof to make sure that everything looks good, everything's where it should be, all the images came out right. And once I've done that, I will be able to say, yes, this book is available for sale. This book is available to the world (laughs) with a click of a button. It's amazing the wonders of modern print on demand and just, oh my gosh, it's, it's incredible. And so that book's going to come out any minute now. (laughs) And in the meantime, I'm really feeling, um, really grateful for the opportunity to write that book. And I'm kind of still digesting the process of writing it. And granted, I don't feel like it's really done until it's all the way published and all the way out. But there's so many steps I've done, right? I just did this 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 final step here uh, to do. And I really wanted the first podcast of this new year to be where I had the book in my hands and I could read to you from it. But that's just not how it went. And I didn't want to wait another week. I wanted to get back at the podcast world. And I'd like to take this opportunity to share some of the insights that I gained from the book writing process, uh, as well as some of the insights that came from specifically thinking more about love signals. Because, woof, man, if you think you know a topic um, or that you're even familiar with your own thoughts and feelings about a topic or a time in your life, write a book about it and see, and see what you learn because it's, you know, as somebody who's journaled since I was 13, which is, well, it's coming up on almost two decades now that I've been doing that. That's wild. Um, And someone who's read a lot of books and even kind of written little, little books here and there just for school and stuff like that. I am still very humbled by the thoroughness and the depth that came from writing a book. And this is a tinier book. You know, I think it's just around 120 pages long when you include all the all the extra pages for the table of contents and, you know, acknowledgments and all of that. Um, but I'm really, I'm still digesting it. You know, I think I'm a, I, I'm a saverer and a slow digester when it comes to experiences like that, probably because... I want to glean everything I can from it. So one of the things that has stood out to me that I know I've said in certain ways on the podcast is how as I was writing the book, I realized 
how much the love letters and partly why I think the love letters I wrote felt so good and didn't just feel like weirdly narcissistic since they were all so loving of the self is because I was I was actually expressing love for being close and in relationship with what is sacred with God, if you want to use that word, which I like that word. Um, and, and this sense of, of awe and wonder and deep gratitude and deep appreciation for the uniqueness of Michaela, myself, was that's kind of what the specifics of the letters were about. But really, all of that is this celebration of reality, of what is, of the Michaela I am here and now, and of this creation that came from God. And so, and then to love and appreciate life on top of that felt like just a continuation of this love and appreciation of God and God's love and God's light and God's creation. And once again, if that word doesn't fully resonate for you, go with what feels good to you. But for me, God feels really good. And that's another realization I had throughout the writing of the book was that the word God feels so right for what I'm talking about in a way. And it's fun to befriend that word. I've had mixed feelings about that word throughout my life because of certain associations. You know, sometimes sometimes there's some really sticky or heavy associations that can go along with the word God. And it's been so nice to... Uh, to open up to my own direct experience of that word and of God itself. So that's a fun evolution going on here. And so I want to read you a love letter from 2020, which is, you know, that whole window of time when I was getting ready to move. Um, and I was halfway through the love letter project, but I'll, I'll read this to you now. And I want you to keep that idea in mind that, you know, as I say you in this love letter, I feel in a way that I'm saying it to all of life and to God. And and it almost feels like it's God saying it to me. Like there's just this beautiful dance of, of giving and receiving that love for what is and what has been created here. So this is from December 13th, 2020. You are the sunshine that melts the snow. You are the tenacious and tender bud in spring. You are alive and full of warmth. Being in your presence is like being in the presence of a blazing fireplace. I feel comforted. I feel I am home. You are wild and brave and beautiful. I am blessed to know you and share my life with you. Right? Doesn't that, I mean... To be deeply in the presence of God, to feel that depth of presence with love, which is for me feels like love and God are the same, really. And I love referring to God as love because it, anyway, that's just super scrumptious, right? So to be deep in the presence of love, to feel the the sunshine that melts the snow, the the tenacious and tender bud in spring, like that that energy of aliveness and fullness and warmth that blazing fireplace, that sense of home. I do really feel that when I connect with 
love in a deep way. And for me, this journal writing, you know, love letter writing process, and then the book writing process has been such a beautiful way to practice connecting with that feeling. And that's why I invite you all to write your own love letters or to say your own love letters out loud or just to like make it your own in some way because taking some action that helps you cultivate this feeling and this perspective makes it real and makes it your own and makes it dynamic. I don't know who said this. I feel like many people have said this, but we are the outcome of our habits. We are the outcome of the habits of our thought, of our behaviors, all of that. And to make love a habit, to make connecting with love and the light and warmth that lives in our hearts a habit, to choose to touch that consciously on a daily basis or even more often or or maybe sporadically, but to choose to cultivate that feeling and to become familiar with what that feels like is something I know that has been profound for me and gives me this sense of hardiness and um, grace even. So yeah, (laughs) so here I am, you know, the many phases, the many stages, the many trials of writing a book are hopefully coming to a close here soon. I'm sure there will be other challenges or, or adventures along the way as I market the book and all of that. But here I am waiting, waiting for this copy of it, waiting to make sure, you know, it's as I want it to be before I release it out into the world. And I feel so soothed when I come back to the love that's here that and that that blazing fireplace feeling of home. I'm right where I need to be. And the book's timing is just as it needs to be. And I choose to keep showing up and keep being attentive and diligent. And if I don't get the book in a few days, I'll probably reach out because I don't want to just be passive, right? I want to be engaged with life and follow through with the visions and the hopes and the dreams that I have. So I know it's the new year and I can't help but want to reflect on what this time can mean. So for me, there's this, there's this newness or this, this, um, impending sounds darker than I mean it to, but this impending newness or this, um, (laughs) I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the book is what I'm trying to say. And, um, it's, it's coming, it's coming any day now. And there's this feeling of freshness that comes with that. And I think there is a feeling of freshness that can greet us in the new year. Even though it's just numbers, you know, it's, we're all, it's a continuous flow. We're still living our lives. It's just how we internally represent time and how we'll kind of chunk our finances and our schedules and our taxes and whatever other details of life. But really this is, it's just more time. It's just more time that we've been given. And as I come into the new year and think about how I want to be this year, since it is a chunk of time that I group in my mind and will reflect back on, um, there are definitely certain intentions I want to bring to this time. And it's been interesting to do kind of reflection and intention setting this year because 
I didn't feel quite as restored as I usually do when January 1st rolled around. Because of working so much on the book in the fall, you know, leading up to winter and December, I I felt pretty tired when January 1st rolled around. I was like, I think I just need to rest. <laughs> and so there's I've had a bit of a delay with my own intention setting and clarity around the year ahead. And I'm really okay with that because I also really acknowledge, and one of my dear friends says this, this is deep winter. We are in deep winter. December 21st was the longest night, therefore the beginning of winter. And we're in winter right now. And that, you know, for us on a deep biological level, signals to us that it's a time to rest, to to consolidate our energy, to go within. And therefore, that can be very fruitful when it comes to reflecting and even planting seeds, right? Plant a seed in the darkness and then wait and let it bloom in the spring as the light returns. And so I just want to bring that permission for you all. If if you're feeling tired, if you're feeling maybe like your energy wants to be more in, that's okay. And there's still ways that you can bring intention and power to this time, just because it's not maybe, maybe you don't feel like doing everything, everything perfectly or, or living your full dream schedule and fitness plan and diet plan and all of that. That's really okay. And there actually can be incredible wisdom there. And if you are feeling a lot of energy for that, how awesome. And I have a feeling if you feel that there were probably seeds planted a little earlier on that are coming to fruit now that are allowing you to feel this motivation, inspiration, and all of that. That being said, whatever this year already feels like for you, my invitation today is what would happen if you brought even more love to your life? And you could do that by looking for signs of love, looking for those those love signals of messages or butterflies or birds or a rainbow. I've been seeing so many rainbows these windy, rainy mornings where the sun still peeks through. There's I've been seeing so many rainbows. <laughs> and so you could do that. You could bring more love to the situation, to your life by looking for it, right? What if there's a love signal somewhere around here? You could also bring in more love by being a source of it, by consciously being a, a presence of love, whether it's that you offer loving touch to the people in your life through hugs. It could be that you're a source of love through your words by offering loving words. It could be that you are a source of love through your presence by offering just the loving, compassionate presence. And I'm sure there's other ways. <laughs> so what if, what if you could bring more love to this year? And what would that do for you? And, and you don't need to answer that question. Like, I like leaving it as an open-ended question. What if I brought more love to today, to this year? What will I discover when I do that? Let's go find out. <laughs> and I'm going to keep this one short and sweet because I just, 
Mm, just excited to get back to being cozy and reading with the rain. But I wanted to leave you all with this gorgeous and deeply satisfying analogy that arose through the process of writing the book Love Signals. I realized that for me, love and and like true love, true, true love, true self-love, true love of others and the beyond feels like sunshine in that it combines that warmth of kindness and understanding and compassion with the light of awareness and honesty. And so this combination of being really honest, being really aware, bringing light to things, right? Rather than keeping them in the dark or denial, but bringing light to things while simultaneously bringing love and compassion, right? People talk about this idea of compassionate awareness. That's really what love feels like to me. It's this the sunshine of love. And so that's part of why I chose that love letter today because the first line says, you are the sunshine that melts the snow. And I deeply feel that love, whether it's coming from us as individuals or coming from God or coming from the sweetness of a kitty cat or whatever it might be, I really feel that love is the sunshine that melts the snow, snow being anything that's hard or cold or feels cut off, right? Our love can melt anything and bring wholeness and integration back. So I invite you all to play with what if I chose to bring more love to this year, whether that's through your own behavior and and becoming a beacon and source of love that sunshine love or whether that's through looking for it noticing the love that's already here and therefore feeling the presence more robustly of love and you can do both i know i'm going to do both and if you want to do both with me this is the podcast for you (laughs) because every week i want to keep exploring love signals i i can't wait to have the book in my hands and to share with you more about that i can't wait to continue exploring this idea of love signals and to continue deepening this practice and learning ways to get deep with the practice of love signals because in a way that's what feels like it's a thing and it's an action right it's it's a noun and it's a verb so go be a love signal in the world and go become receptive to the love signal seeking you out I'll leave you with our beloved phrase. There is so much love here for you. May you continue to feel it more and more every single day. Take care.